I'm happy. You're I don't happy have any complaints. You are. Yeah. And you're happy with how you were raised <clears throat> to the there's no instruction book. Just right. play it off and you know, even as a mother you just play it by ear and just hope for the best. So hopefully you think I was a good mom or that I am a good mom, I should say. I mean you straight. Yeah, I'm good. You straight. Ah. If I don't say it enough, I appreciate everything you've done for me. So, yeah, I love you and appreciate everything you've done for me. I trade you for the world. Yeah, you straight. And how you said, I? You straight. Yeah, you straight, too. You straight, What's good? Welcome back to another episode of Henny Nights. I'm your host and your brother, Jay White. And on this episode, I've been talking about getting this woman on for a long ass time. And with Mother's Day right around the corner, it was only the right time to do it. I got Mama White to jump on the podcast with me for this episode. If this is your first time listening, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Go ahead and leave a rating for the podcast as it helps other people find it. And also share with your people. I appreciate all the love and support. Shout out to everyone that's been listening from the beginning. I greatly appreciate y'all as well. And continuing, uh, continue sharing the show with your people. Uh, it means a lot to me, uh, for sure. But uh, we're going to go ahead and jump into this episode with Mama White. Hope y'all enjoy. Well, I got a special guest on the podcast with me tonight. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Dinah White. A.K.A. Mama Dinah. <laughs> A.K.A. also known as Mama White. So I've been talking about getting her on the podcast for a while now. And now is the best time considering that Mother's Day is right around the corner. So she's probably is going to embarrass me. <laughs> and I'm not liable for anything that's going to come out her mouth. That's all her. So... <laughs> Um, Don't you trust your mother? Yeah, I trust you to to be you. Uh-huh. That's, that's all I know to do. <laughs> I definitely trust you to be you, but so they don't know about you. They see you on my Instagram and my Snapchat and, and videos. I have they laugh at me and stuff like that. Make and, fun of me. Nah, I don't make fun of you. They love you, so and I love them. So go ahead and tell them your background, where you're from. Tell them about your childhood. I grew up in St. Louis City. Um, went to an all-girls school, got a little bit of education, um, had a very happy childhood, um, that's about it, what you need to know. There's some things I can't tell you. Well, where you went to school? I went to St. Alfonso Rock, last graduating class there, I'm not going to tell you what year, just a long time ago, um... Got married right out of high school. Biggest mistake I ever made. 18 years old. Um, so it was a mistake because you weren't ready? It was a mistake because I was too young. Oh, okay. There wasn't, he wasn't a bad guy. I wasn't a bad girl. We were just too young. Hadn't figured our own selves out. So um, my advice is don't do that too young. But um, I've, I've had a great life. So blessed with two wonderful daughters that I got to raise um, and then you surprise surprise <clears throat> yeah so 
you just brought up my sister, so Monica and Alonda. So you weren't married to my dad. So how did you end up meeting my dad? What's the story behind that? What do you mean I wasn't? I wasn't married. Your dad had custody. Right. You family. said you said you you were married. You out. You weren't married to my dad at eighteen. You no, met him later. I, I didn't marry your dad until right. later. Your dad and I actually dated for six years. Mm-hmm. Before we got married, and um, no living together. Why six years? Uh, because we both had been married. He had two daughters that I wasn't sure at twenty four. I wanted to raise kids or someone else's kids. I mean, simple as that. But it's the best choice I ever made. I wouldn't trade them for the world. So where did you meet him? At a club, hanging out. <laughs> Partying. Being hot. Being hot. I was hot. I was hot back then. <laughs> so how, um, what's the story behind that? I, um, he was a good dancer. I like dancing. So we kind of knew each other for a while, but never really, um, you know, he's kind of shy. I'm not. So he would actually dance, dance with him, run back to his corner. And, uh, I noticed his eyes was red one time. So I said, you want some visine? It kind of broke the ice a little bit. So um, you approached him. I approached him. Shoot um, your shot. There you go. He told me he thought I was a little bougie. So um, he thought she was left off bad and bougie, huh? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but um, my cousin was supposed to come back and get me that night because I was at the club alone, and he didn't. And your dad offered me a ride home. So we're driving home, and he said, "You don't really know me that well. I could be a rapist." Scared me to death. We're over by O'Fallon Park of all places. So he ain't had no game because no game. Tell him. <laughs> he still don't have game. You so know? telling somebody I could be a rapist is yeah, is, and, and they're in your car, you know. <laughs> so I'm like ready to jump out on the road and do the roll and crawl or whatever they call it. And uh, he laughed, and that's the first time I ever seen him smile because you know he doesn't smile too much. And um, took me to my place set up and talked to time for him to go to work that morning no hanky panky and um when he got off from work he called and asked could he come back and i'm thinking damn you just left but he came back and um that's it you know we uh dated for six years and he asked me to marry him i the first time i said no why'd you say no because i was not ready for um well, I like I said, how... to raise other kids. So you know? the main thing was he had kids. Yeah, a lot of them. Which is a preference, which is fine. Yeah, but... I mean, I'm, I didn't have kids. I didn't have to marry somebody. You know, I had choices. Right. And I was hot, so, you know. Um, you wanted to no be No kids. Yeah. Diamond in the rough, you know. So, uh, but it was mad, and I wouldn't change anything about it. So how was it raising you know, kids that you didn't have because you changed your mind, obviously. So I changed my mind and, uh, you know, of course, through dating, I I met them. Right. You know, but they were going home too. But um, it really wasn't hard because I didn't have the drama of, of baby mama, you know, uh, mm-hmm. someone stepping in saying, this is my child, don't do this, this, this. So it was kind of my way. And so it it was smooth. The same thing you would have if you had, had they been mine. Okay. You know, you're going to have problems when you're raising kids. But I didn't have that extra mouth. So. 
So you raise them. And then and here then comes James here come, David. Here come, yeah, he put my government out there. Jesus Christ. James David. You got to chill. God's gift. God's plan. Yeah. Young, young cub. Yeah. Young, young king of the castle come along. Spoiled brat. Don't start to spoil brat stuff. Like, I wasn't spoiled. Don't let her fool y'all. So I come out look, looking very light-skinned, looking super uncooked. Frederick Douglass haircut. You were preemie. You were eight pounds, seven ounce preemie. You came seven and a half months. I look Chinese. They stuck your finger in the electric socket. <laughs> so I was a preemie. I was. You kind of came out like. Um, I came out like goo. Yeah. I look like goo. What the hell's goo? Play-Doh. Goo. Oh no. Unformed. The baby in the. In the hospital. Every mother thinks their baby is the cutest baby. No, there's some ugly babies. And I look like one of them. No, you do not. <laughs> That's impossible. Man, okay. Mother's love. You yeah, can't tell I, I just showed you to everyone. You look, you were beautiful. Yeah, so I came out. And you were such a good baby. Looked light, as light as her. And then. Yeah, and you mentioned one time you thought you were adopted. Yeah, I because I didn't, un- okay, I thought I was adopted because I was young. I would look at my mom, and my mom is light-skinned. She's light. And my dad is, like, a little bit darker than me. So. The dad's little, a lot darker than me. Light, yeah, like, a dark, dark brown. So I would look at my dad and look at her and be like, like, I'm seven, eight. I don't understand the concept of genetics or anything like that. All I know is. My mama low key look white, and my daddy <laughs> and my my daddy dark as hell. So I'm like, okay, something not is not connecting here. So I'm like, I used to think I was adopted, like. And then you show, like I said, you would show me the baby pictures. I'm like, that I'm not even that color. So I didn't understand any of that. So that's the only reason why I thought I was adopted because you were super light skinned. He was. I'm not super light skin. Well, not super, not super light, but you were lighter than me. And I thought, you know, they just decided to come pick me up out of orphanage one day. But no, obviously I learned how genetics works. So you are you can, my baby. You can get off my back about it. <laughs> so what is the funniest story you have? Or one of the funniest stories you have from me being a child? So many. Lord, you were something else. But um, I think one of them was being that protective son, even small, when we stopped to get barbecue and, and the man was flirting. And he was saying, oh, is this your mom? She's good looking. Um, I can teach you how to play baseball. And just talking. And you said, you know, look at little curious George look. Just sell your barbecue, man. Just sell your barbecue. And that was so funny. Like, everybody in the barbecue place cracked up laughing because you, like, leaning back, like, basically you were saying, leave my mom alone. Yeah, because I was trying to eat. Like, don't be pushing up on your, my mom, shooting my shooting your shot. First of all, I got a whole daddy out here <laughs> that's in my life, bruh. So, you shooting your shot. It's not going to happen. On top of that, like, you supposed to be preparing my food. You're not trying to supposed to be, like, slathering my mama up in rib sauce. 
you know, to take her home and, you know, slop her down. Like, bruh, that's not happening right now. So You were like four or five. Serve though. the damn ribs. <laughs> like, that's what you're, that is your job. Rib man, that is your so job. So surprised that came out your mouth. Just sell the barbecue, man. Just sell the barbecue. <laughs> yeah, um, I think the most embarrassing for me though was probably when I ran into that trash can and tried, and you to, tried hide. to hide it from me. Yeah, and you get in the car. Usually, you run up, mom, da da da. You you like greeting me sideways. So basically, hold on. So basically, what happened was. I was in uh, after school. I, I stayed at after school at my elementary, <clears throat> and we would play in the gym. Like the the aftercare program would be in the gym, so we run around doing all types of stuff, whatever. So we were playing high go seat, and I wasn't that tall, obviously. So we were in behind the stage because the stage is completely dark, and you can get like the best hiding places, and you get to see. You know, little feet run across looking for you or whatever. So I'm like, he'll never find me or whatever. So I ran behind the stage and I'm running in the pitch black. And all of a sudden I smacked into something and I heard it rattle around after I hit it. So I fell down like, damn, that hurt. Like, what the hell happened? So I ran face first into it. So I, I knew it was probably bad. So then I went to the the boys' restroom downstairs, and I saw this bridge across my across my nose under my eyes. Like, damn! <laughs> what I'm gonna tell my mom? I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to hide. It. I'm gonna try to hide it. So you came and got me. Yeah, and you walking sideways with your head turned sideways. <laughs> no, hi mom or nothing. We get in the car and I look at your shirt. There's blood on your shirt. So I said, turn around. You would turn around. I said, turn your ass around. <laughs> Turned around, looked like you had been in a fight with Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? So, of course, I got to take you. Now you got two black eyes. So, I take you. I'm thinking your nose is broke. Over to emergency room. It is a wonder. It's just like a miracle that your dad and I never went to jail. We stayed in the emergency room with you. And um, I'm like, is his nose broken? Luckily, it wasn't broke. But you walked around for like... Two months with black eyes. <laughs> and then, uh, it wasn't even a good three months, six months maybe, you fell off your granddaddy's back porch. Oh, yeah. Split the middle of your head. <laughs> Next few months, the skate rink in the arcade. Oh, yeah. With the skates, running to one of the... No, I wasn't running. I was at the... I was playing Mortal Kombat on the skates. I already can't... I still can't skate. But... I was on the skates, and the skates slipped. But you're not supposed to wear them in the arcade. The arcade was right there by the ring. Yeah. So, sue me. So okay. There goes your head busted. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm going to jail. I'm going to jail for neglect or something. Then the time that you were on the scooter, and I came home from work, <laughs> and you're in bed already. So I come in your room. You got the cover pulled so tight up against your ears, laying. So I said, why are you in bed? It's still daytime. Nothing. I don't know what you had this thing about hiding. I pulled the cover back. It looks like a freaking orange on the side of your head. Then you have, you have no flesh from your knee to your chest. Just peeled back like a banana. Where you, I guess, on the scooter that time. Yeah. 
I, f- I fell off a bike and a scooter. Yeah. Yeah. And the time I'm coming home, rush hour traffic, and I'm like, what the hell is going on? This is on West Florida, so traffic's all backed up. And I'm like, what's going on? It's slower than normal. I get up a little bit. You are riding down the yellow line on a damn little bitty bike. <laughs> You're the hold up. So I yell out the car and all this traffic. So you start pedaling fast trying to beat me home. <laughs> I called your dad on the cell phone. I said, where's Jay? He's in his room sleep. I said, well, you sleep? Yeah. <laughs> I said, he's fucking not in the room sleep. He's holding up traffic on West Florissant. I know like 10 years of my life is just gone. I was an adventurer. Sue me. Fight me. You were definitely a boy. In the tree. Remember you would sit in the tree and talk to people walking down the street? <laughs> yeah. And they're looking around like. <laughs> you, were, you were different. I wasn't different. I was just I was an adventurer. Sue me. Like. I climbed trees. I skinned my knees. I hopped fences. I fell off bikes. Oh, I tell you, one time you really scared us. You were outdoors. I was watering the lawn. Your dad was out there, but he went in. So I thought you went in with him. And so when I finished, I go in the house, and I'm looking around. I said, where's Jay? He goes, he's out there with you. Like, no. We were like the Stooges, the two Stooges. We ran into each other. Your dad is running up and down the street. And I just happened to see the dome light on in his car. You were laying on the floor laughing at us. <laughs> like, he's crazy. <laughs> I beat your ass that night. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So, was- I mean, that, I mean, it's a crazy world we live in. It probably didn't help that you always used to watch Unsolved Mystery and America's Most Wanted and Pitch Black Darkness and always worried about somebody kidnapping me. You know, I do me. like the house doors, Because you're, you're a creep. I wouldn't <laughs> use the word creep. Can you... What's another word you could use? Freak? Oh. <laughs> I mean, Scorpio woman, Capricorn male. Y'all came up with me. I got the... You're a Capricorn as well. Yeah, but I'm product of a Scorpio woman, though. Yeah, and you spent most of your time with me, because your dad always worked nights. So. Yeah, so... We were buddies. We're, Mama buddies. We're brothers? No. Yeah. yeah, so... Any... As far as me growing up, what was the most frustrating moment you had? You frustrate me more now than you did growing up. I don't even be doing nothing. You don't do anything, but you are... Um, I might be wrong, but to, your degree has something to do with communication. Yes. And you don't communicate to your mother very well. And I just feel like there's nothing you shouldn't be able to talk to me about, even if you don't like the answer. I'm not worried about the answer. I'm, I'm, I'm working <clears throat> on my communication. It's an everyday thing. Sometimes... I get in these mind states where I just yeah, don't, you're moody. I don't want to be bothered. That's yeah, that's moody. fine if you don't want to be bothered. I don't see what's wrong with that. Some There's mornings, wrong with that. some mornings I, I wake up like yo, I'm I'm to myself. Pissy? I'm pissy? in my own mind. That's not pissy. That's just not being in the in the mind state of dealing with people. It's okay. that's all it is. It's not. I don't want to talk to you. I'm just 
Like, I don't know why it's hot and cold sometimes, but it is what it is. And it's pointing to, it's important, that. it's important to point that out because, you know, everyone's entitled to those type of moods. moods. Okay. You know, so the worst thing is being told that you have an attitude when you don't have an attitude because then that is going to produce an attitude. So telling somebody, so constantly asking somebody if something's wrong is going to irritate anybody when I'm like, I'm perfectly fine. I'm to myself. But, um. You're a good son. You're a good son. Crazy as hell, but you're a good son. Anyway. I would trade you. So speaking of crazy, do you remember the time somebody tried to scam, scam us with a baby? I will probably never forget that, but I'm sure she won't either. And I know damn well her mama won't. But um, I remember her calling and she's saying all these names, you know, calling you MFs. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. You're talking about my son. What's going on? She said, well, he got my daughter pregnant and da, 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 da. Hell, I was still taking care of you. Uh, What were you, 14, 15, something like that? If I was a sophomore, I had to be 15. And, um... So all day long, all day long, I'm calling this lady. Did you make an appointment or to take her to the doctor? I can bring a pregnancy test. I can take her to the doctor. So she started asking for money for an abortion. Well, you haven't even proven to me she's pregnant. So then she starts talking about, well, you work for the phone company and your husband works for Wonder Bread, and you know, and I heard this, and he goes to private school. See, I. I might look a little green, but I know BS when I see it. And I said, well, I can, t- what she wanted, I can't remember how much money, but um, I'm not, not going to hand you any money, lady. And so I guess with that being said, when she, I said, I'm not just handing you cash, all of a sudden she started this evening. And I said, I tell you what, you keep that little trick. I may have called her something a little worse than that, but you keep her home, and um, I'll keep him here. I don't want to see her at my house, and uh, don't ever call here again, because it was it was about money, and I'm you know I'm working a nine to five. Your daddy's working. When you're working, you're not rich, mm-hmm. but um, apparently, from what I understood, she had a gambling problem or something. I don't know. It don't matter. Just thank God that wasn't true. <laughs> I mean... You would have had, like, a 15-year-old kid by now. 15, 16-year-old kid. Yeah, that's... That's, that's not good. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember her calling my landline because we had separate <clears throat> lines. Yeah, that was one of your Christmas or birthday presents Who or knows? Something. Who yeah. knows? But I had my own line, had my own, you know, voicemail with the music that played in the back, and then you come like, yeah... It's a quiet storm. That was so casual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome. You know, you read such and such. I can't even remember how I had it. I used to change it like every month. But she called me and she was nice to me. Like, I wasn't no MFers or no none of that when I was on the phone with her. And she was like, Is your mom there? I was like, Yeah. So, because she had came over before when I was gone. So I know she used to do that when I wasn't there, when I was gone with my cousins or whatever. So, um, I give her the phone, give you the phone, and then next thing I know, I hear you from from the kitchen screaming, oh, Lord, Jaden got this big-head girl pregnant. (laughs) 
And I'm like, what? So, like, when I say, like, like my stomach dropped to my ass, like... You were, like, puking. <laughs> that was... It wasn't funny then. And I can remember getting in the car the next morning just, like, nauseous myself. Um, just like, what the hell? You know, I know it happens, but that was not something I was prepared for. And I had made up my mind. I was like... All the money is going to the baby. You will be pulled out of according to Ritter. You be, you're going to Vashon. <laughs> we weren't even in the district. Um, I was just sick. I, I was just sick because I'm thinking of all the girls, this big head girl. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, so I didn't ever talk to her again. I saw her, matter of fact, maybe like seven years ago and she a little bit on the thick side now still look the same had braces um but she recognized me i'm like who, who, the, fuck, who the hell is this like because we were in the club and she was sitting at the bar and i'm walking in and she turned around and said james i'm like and i looked at her and she was like you don't recognize me i'm like she always had a little <clears throat> sister with her because her mom would be on the boat. Yeah, I was like, you don't recognize me? I'm like, no. And she was like, it's Shay. I was like, ooh. Oh, yeah, I remember. <laughs> I actually had the letter someplace when you were telling me how I was going to keep y'all apart. And she meant so much to you. This is before the pregnancy scare. And uh, I started to throw that letter back at you and say, you, <laughs> I can't keep y'all apart. But I didn't have to do that because I don't think you wanted to see her anymore. No, I was good. I was good after that because she tried to mess up my life <laughs> and it hadn't even started yet, you know. So, but um, yeah, that I talked about that on the podcast before. Um, and then shortly after that is when you would like you had your version of the sex talk to me because, <clears throat> like, for whatever reason, I had the real version. Yeah. Because there is no such thing as the birds and the bees. Yeah, so, like, school didn't really, with them being a Catholic school, like, yeah, sex is a sin, but, like, you dealing with a bunch of horny teens and stuff like that. That's just the that Catholic side or whatever. So, I remember I was sitting in here, you came in here with this brown paper bag, and you sat down next to me, and it was like, I remember you were like, I know you're doing it. And I can't stop you from doing it. <laughs> Just make sure you wear these. And there was a bag full of condoms. And you set it on the bed. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm thinking you were going to go into, like, the birds and the bees conversation. You were just like, <clears throat> if you wear these, you won't have to worry about getting anybody pregnant or catching anything and it not being curable. And I was like, oh, you know what? The way you put that. I can respect that. At least you were honest and not playing like, you know, I wasn't doing it even though I was like, oh, I'm not. I'm pretty sure I was like, I'm not doing it. Da, 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 even I wasn't though. even <laughs> I'm not doing yeah. it. No, no, no. I'm not doing that. But like the approach you had for it made it super relatable and super easy to digest because I didn't want to. I had already had a baby scare. <laughs> so, you know, with a, with a, with a ghost baby and, and whatever. And then like. I mean, school did an okay job of telling us about, like, what you could catch or anything like that. But that always stuck out to me. I, and I always, my friends, I always told my friends, like, yeah, she never sugarcoated it for me. She was just like, yo, if you do this and this, this is the consequences of That's you not doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. Stick to facts. So, 
I know you wanted to fight the girl. <laughs> so what is the funniest fight fight you've had or that you remember me getting into? You know what? Most fights that I had was never really about me. I was protective over loved ones. I don't really have fights with people because I, I will put you in your place real fast and I'm done. But most of them were because I was protecting loved ones. Now, there was a certain girl that you were saying I came home and your dad was telling me how she cut up. And I thought, you know, God works in mysterious ways and I wasn't here. Because the outcome would have been so different. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> so different. Yeah, heard me fighting on the phone. That's what that was. But, um, you know, I've, I've always said this, and I've told you this, and I'll tell anybody. I taught you to respect women. And if you can walk away, no, back away. Don't turn your back on no mad heifer. Back away and get away. Do that. But if she come at you, call your mama. <laughs> I mean, I got sisters too. Call your mama. <laughs> because I don't want... Do you putting your hands on any woman? But she damn sure better not put her hands Ain't on Ain't nothing wrong with a stone coast on her. No. Quick kick to the gut. No. Cock. No. Boom. You have sisters and a mom. But not even a don't people. let them hurt you. Not even a people's elbow? Well, you know, just some days, you know, this depends on how they come at you. You know, you might have to pop a one, but pop a word, nobody nah, can see it. No, not, no <clears throat> all jokes aside, nah. get away from anybody that wants to fight. Yeah. You know, so. So you protected loved ones. I mean, I had my, you know, like the time I bit your dad and you know, stuff like that. <laughs> That's some light skin stuff, man. That's you know, so light skin. I will bite you and I will kick you like a mule. You know, but I can scrap a little bit. Yeah, I can't recall any fights from my. You had a fight that your dad said, something wrong with that boy. <laughs> he said, I picked him up off the boy in the gym and he, I think he was foaming at the mouth. <laughs> He said, I picked him up around the waist, and he started swinging on me. And I said, well, that's that's the mama side coming out. You know, whoever it was that must have been, I don't even remember because you, you were at River Road's there, but uh, it set you either. off. Yeah. I don't remember. That's that's that, that low-key temper Yeah. that we uh I prayed mine away. <laughs> never, never. You can never pray your t- temper away. Your... I, can, I can control it better. You're Scorpio. And what's your thing about Scorpios? Uh, y'all fake like y'all don't have emotions, and y'all got all the emotions. I'm I'm full of emotions. I don't fake that. I probably and got too much emotion. But y'all y'all do that. Y'all high heads, and then you find out that y'all just like you said, you just a big big ball of. Emotions of tears of of marshmallows like y'all y'all softies on the low because we hurt it. You love hard and you hurt hard. Yeah, you get hurt hard. Yeah, is that the saying? But yeah, yeah. I mean, I only I can only (laughs) what? However they put it. Yeah. Yeah. So as far as. Okay, where the name Chaz come from? Like I'm so glad. That was the name that I. 
that was my choice. For Why? You because I thought it was cute. I don't know any men named Chaz. That makes it even better. No. You would stand out. You would have set me up for failure. No. Shaniqua and uh, you don't have no friends named Shaniqua, do you? <laughs> You, yeah. you probably, I probably do. You okay, just dis- sorry, you disrespected the hell out of me okay, now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know some of these cars and countries and all that. That set up, but a good old name, Chaz. It's trash. Well, it's not your name, so yeah, it's not my name. So, but um, your dad waited until you were two days old and go. You just can't name my son Chaz. <laughs> you just can't. Like, I don't have another name. He's like, yes, you do. He said, that's my son. Right. Which is weird because I'm not a junior. He has LD. I said, what is LD? His name is James LD White. I said, what is LD? LD? That's retarded. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I shouldn't use that word, but that's not good. It doesn't stand for anything. So why not you, your dad and my dad? And that's how y'all came up with my my government. Yeah. No okay. junior. No junior. Not, yeah. not LD. Yeah, when I explain that to people, they look confused. But I'll be like, hey, I didn't, I didn't ask for it. Yeah. That's, just, that's just how it turned out. You, know. you want to be James, James LD? What's LD for? I don't know. I could think. But actually, his uncle, I found out his name, his uncle's name was actually LD. Who does that? Um, apparently, that side of the family. I yeah. don't know what you, I don't know what well, you want me to say. going with that. I couldn't have Chaz. He couldn't have LD. Yeah, I, I'm with him. Chaz, I'm good. I've been proud. I've been pissed. Well, you <laughs> wouldn't have known any better. When I got of age to be like. Hey, Chaz, what's up? It don't. You don't think that sounds. That don't bang. What's what you mean bang? That don't that don't have no pop to it. Chaz. No, you doing spirit fingers with it too? Like that don't help. It don't have it don't bang. Like like James D White bangs. Like that's official. J White bangs. Whatever. C White don't bang. Okay, you're not Chaz. Right, I'm not. Maybe my grandson's name would be Chaz. What's with you? Okay, so I want you to know, you keep talking and harping on this grandbaby. Mm-hmm. But I want a daughter-in-law. You, okay. So we can have like a special relationship. I mean, there'll probably be some days she get on my nerves, I get on her nerves. But, you know, in general, love each other. You just want a shopping buddy. I shop by myself very well. That's what I do for a living. Um no, I just want a good relationship with a daughter-in-law. Because you've been pushing this grandbaby movement. But like... I want it in order. I want a daughter-in-law. And I want... I'm crazy. Grandbabies. Babies. Not a grandbaby. Babies. That ain't up to you. And I don't want it. I don't want to be so old that I'm on a walker and can't even take them to the zoo. Look, man. That ain't up You're to you. You're a good-looking man. You're an intelligent man. What is it? What's up with these girls? Y'all hear that mom coach speak right now? I got issues. You want me to make your apartment with a psychologist or something? No. Well, how you gonna fix your issues? You can't never fix them. You just work on them. 
Okay, y'all, you working? Uh, clearly I'm working. I'm employed. Working on your <laughs> issues. Oh. Um, yeah, it's always a work in progress. I know I ain't the, uh, like you said, communication is a constant thing that I work it's on. It's not a program, Jay. What do you mean it's not a program? It's, it's, it's just take day by day, you know? Isn't that constant? That's what I just said. <sighs> Jesus. You just want the grandbaby. I just want you to know that little, little Jay White or whatever I have will be over here. I'm you, already planned. When I have a grandbaby, I'm not working anyway. Good, because you're going to be watching <laughs> you're gonna be watching them. It's L- fine. Little JY ramming trucks into the wall. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, grandbabies can do things that nobody else can do. Like what? They could tear the house down. It'd be okay. It's cute. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand. Tearing tearing up a house is okay if it's a baby. Yeah, it's cute. Like. Look at how you used to do at your grandparents' house. I don't remember ever tearing up their house. You didn't tear up, but you got your way. God. Your grandpa would just, like, take the whole bag of Halloween candy and say, take it home. Yeah, boy. It it's so man. funny because I remember he would bring these watermelons, like, I don't even once eat a month. And, but we would never tell him you don't eat them. And he would be so proud of giving you this watermelon. And um, he told me one time, your grandpa, your dad's father, was not a very emotional man. But I remember him telling me one time, he said, I don't think I've ever loved anybody as much as I love this boy. And you all had a really special bond. And I, I mean, he loved his other kids, but he said that to me. And I just thought that was different, you know? Because he knew I had to give out these bars to these people. Nah, this is fine. What uh, bars? <laughs> what are you went, talking over about? Here, bars. You know, when somebody say I got bars, they mean like, oh, I'm speaking the truth. Like when your pastor go, y'all ain't, y'all ain't hear me. Same concept. Uh, yeah, he knew I had these bars to give to the people. So, okay, hater. Anyway, <laughs> um, yeah, so I I'll let you, you know, is it like a three, four year plan? You know, I need to get into the last part of this grad program. Um, You know, find somebody that, you know, likes me, you know. Yeah, that's going to be the hardest part. You so lucky, my mom. (laughs) Um, Yeah, somebody that likes me, you know, and I like them and. You know, we get on each other's nerves, and they they can work through it. Yeah, and they like my, you know, my goofiness and stuff like that, because you know, everybody that's not for everybody, and uh, we'll we'll see what happens. You know, I'm not saying I don't want grandkids. I don't know where you getting. I mean, grandkids, kids. I don't know where you getting twins from, like or kids. I said kids. They don't have to be twins, but you know, it is due time for that because my granny was a twin. And I think it jumps a generation. I'm not sure how that works. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. I'd be happy with, you know, whatever God blessed me with. Oh, okay. But a grandson would be really nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, we'll figure that out after I finish everything else. I got to finish up. So you got this long agenda. 
I mean, it's not long. Or a bucket list, I should say. A bucket list? Yeah. No, it's... This, 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 this. Everything's got to be in order. I mean, I would like to have some structure, just not be out here having babies willy-nilly. I said that. I said I want a daughter-in-law that will become like my daughter. I mean... You know, I want them in order. I don't want some... Good, trick right? having my grandbaby over here and she getting mad at you and she, first we can't see him then then the baby sitting on the front porch at six months doorbell ring and they run did to the you, car and did stuff. you just dream that up yeah, I guess you know that's because that. you watched him in his lifetime oh, okay I don't watch that anymore thank god because that sounds like a horrible lifetime movie a horrible yeah, one. It's kind of bad, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, you just made up that whole scenario yeah, about a whole baby being chopped off there. on the front I porch. Just, yeah, I, I, I yeah, went over we're going to reel you back in. Okay, bring me back. Okay, bring so, me back. and keeping with the kid topic, only reason I asked is because somebody, like, maybe a few months or so ago said, like, you'll make a great dad. And I was just like, it was a woman. She's married. She has her own kids. I wonder what made her say that. Do you play with her kids or something? Because, I mean, it's more to raising kids than playing with them being that favorite uncle or, you know, um, godfather yeah. or whatever. Interacted with other kids. Yes. So. It's different when it's yours. Yeah. I'm not. I'll, I'll understand. And right now I you're have. a little spoiled, so you got to learn I'm not to share. spoiled. I know how to share. I'm not spoiled. Cut the crap. You're rotten. I'm not rotten. Because I know what I want and I get it. That makes me spoiled. Yeah, and your mother started. I go get it. Your mother started that off. And then I went and got it on my own, though. And you did. I did a pretty good job. Okay. So, stop calling me spoiled. I just know what I like. I likes you, and I want you. <laughs> now, we can do this the easy way, or we can do it the hard way. The choice is yours. That's my go-to line in the club. And they usually leave you standing there, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Okay. I try to buy him a drink. Let me say this. I met your dad in the club. And, you know, more than likely, more times than likely, I guess that's how you say it. Usually you meet him in the club, that's where you leave him. Maybe, maybe it works sometimes, but I'm, I'm really hoping that's not where you find her. Oh, uh. I mean, I mean, at what point do you think you've outgrown the club scene? I mean, I feel like I, outside of the few times I go out now, I feel like I've outgrown it. It's not like something that's mandatory. If it's not something that I know... A function or something. I mean, right. we don't really call them functions Oh, anymore. I'm sorry. We don't really hang out in the speakeasies anymore. I know that's what y'all used to do. So, <laughs> no, but if it's not somebody... That I know that's throwing the event. Event function. Same damn thing. You so spicy. You so spicy. Because, y'all, you, there are no more juke joints. You so I didn't spicy. I go to a juke joint. You act like I'm from the color purple or something. <laughs> I mean, until you do right by me. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I... I don't feel like there's a need for me to be always in there now. So no, I'm just saying, for the most part, or like your peers and whatever, at 
maybe what 30 you start to slow that scene down a little bit well i was going out at like 16 17 though so it it got old yeah so I, i was doing it super early on so by the time i was like 23 24 i was like all right Okay, I I don't mind going out occasionally, but like three, four, three, four nights in a row, like it's not appealing to me. So, um, yeah, you I, you grow out of some people grow out of it, some people don't. So how you you ask me questions? How do you feel about where you where you where you are in your life? Uh, are you pleased? Are you happy? Is thing are things going like you? I mean, with, okay, so, like, graduating high school, like, college was just, like, pushed to the forefront. And I feel like, um, I'm, for me, I'm glad I went to college and got my degree. They don't, I would, they don't, I mean, it may have changed now. I don't feel like I was thoroughly prepared for what happens after you graduate or... You know, I probably would have been more receptive to the stories of like, hey, I struggled in college. Like, it don't, you, some people don't finish in four years. Like, they don't tell you that. You know, they just like, you go for four years, get your degree, get you a job. None of that happened. <laughs> None of that happened but that way for me. There's very so, few people, unless you actually have, I, from what I'm gathering, um, Go in a profession and stay in that profession. A lot right. of people go to school for certain things and then they... I mean, I, I was so blessed. I, I got into accounting. I loved accounting. And I finished my career in accounting. Right. But um, it seems to me that today, we were really blessed. You could come out even in high school without college. Right, and get a and, job. And get a professional job. Right. Those days are over, but I think sometimes just narrowing, trying to narrow it down to one profession, unless you're in medical or engineering or something like that, a lot of times you guys don't end up even working in your choice of careers. Right. Um, and I said all that in no roundabout way to say, like, you know, my journey, as you would put it, what is for me so it allowed me to appreciate everything that's happened because i told you like i i flunked out of school at one point and went to you know community for a while so it allowed me to be like okay you need to kind of take but this you serious. respect the struggle right right it's like okay you need to take this serious and you know when i got back into umps or whatever you know i was on a I had to have a certain GPA, went to the meetings. I didn't go to the meetings because I made up in my mind, like, okay, I need to put my foot down and get this done, you know, in a year and a half, you know, to get this degree. But I wish I would have was, was told early on, like, you know, you have options. You can tr- trade or, you know, learn code or – because all of that stuff is still relevant today, you know. what would, But what was hammering home was – go to college, da, 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 you know, do this, do that. You know, and times have changed. Like you say, you can't just go out of straight out of high school and get a job and work there for 30 years and retire. It's, it's completely different now. So more options for sure, because, and I kind of feel like maybe I probably should have 
I don't know how to work. Yeah, I do not like an alternative school or something like that because a lot of the stuff I learned in high school, I hadn't, I didn't care about. You know, I, so. I, but I, I, I can agree with that because yeah. I feel like I really didn't learn anything after eighth grade. I felt like I was repeating things and learning discipline. I think I think high school is more about discipline. There, I'm not saying you don't learn anything, right? But it's and, and then as you go into college, it's about discipline. Yeah. So most of most of the things that you learn, I'm, I'm always, if you think back, you probably learn them and from like I'm gonna say kindergarten to make I'll even say ninth or tenth grade, right? And the rest of it is discipline. Unless you like you said a trade, yeah, I would probably like I said I'd have appreciated it more if I would have learned stuff I actually cared about because we relearned all of that when 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 I went to college. Like you took all of that stuff over. So, but like I said, my journey was my journey, and it made me appreciate you know everything much more. So yeah, struggle. Yeah, like the struggle because like the last two years have been super good no super blessed so i think as a mother we most mothers most i'm not saying all mothers we would like to carry you through life Mm. and we tend to do it a little more with our boys but trying to make you a man we have to like i guess basically you say set you down and push you out the door Mm. because even though i want to protect you i still want you to be a man yeah. So it's 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 hard for us too, but as as I'm watching you, I see that man and and what the struggle has made you. So even though I couldn't carry you, protect you, shield you, um it came out okay. Yeah. Mostly because of God blessing us, but uh when it all comes down, it's a choice you make. Yeah, and I didn't. I mean, I took had to bump my head, you know, a couple of times, like I said. But Even I wouldn't. Being a female, I had to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't have appreciated all the stuff that has happened the past two years if I hadn't stumbled out the, you know, like tw- from twenty three to twenty five. So, um, yeah, so. So, with that being said, if you have any advice to give, what is the advice you would give to whoever? Um, it, could I, other, it could be other. It could be other women. It can be men. It, it doesn't matter. I'm just. I, I'm just gonna say in general. Be good to yourself. Try to stay stress free. It kills you. And know what you want. Go after it. And just do it. Just do it. Be true to yourself. And have fun. Live life. And live life. Live life! Oh, I forgot. I know what I wanted to ask you. What did you listen to growing up? Motown. You Motown. still listen to Motown. And I'm still listening to Motown. Still listening to Motown. She just got a new car, Sirius XM. 
All she love listens it, to. Love it, love it, love it. All she listens to is Motown and she's out here being fast. So Look, I <clears throat> I had turned into my parents because I was actually driving, not listening to anything. And I'm like, damn. I remember getting in my mom's car, my dad's car, like, why why are you not why is your radio not on? <laughs> you know, or they're li- listening to talk. And I turn into that person. But not now. I be snapping my fingers. I sing loud. And sometimes I let the window down and sing out the window. So people be looking at you crazy. Yeah, I like that. People looking at you crazy? Yeah, that's their problem, not mine. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm happy. Yeah, it happy is subjective. It looks I'm different. Happy. It looks different for everybody. That's right. I'm I dance. I dance that. when I eat. Yeah. I'm happy. So. Yeah, you don't sit down and eat. You move. Yeah. You know, you stand up. Horses stand up and eat. So I'm a horse because I stand up. That's just weird. You you being real you you being real disrespectful. That's weird. On my podcast. Yeah. That's weird though. You know, have you ever seen a horse eat? They just stand up and. They smack. I don't smack. Do they smack? I've never been around one, but I know they stand up and eat. Food falls out their mouth. Like, like you stand in the kitchen and you stand up and eat. I'm jigging. I'm dancing. I'm happy. So I can sing out my window. I'm happy. I, I said it's serious. subjective. Yeah, I get serious. You just want to be fast. Mm. You know, at my age, I can be fast. Everything I do has to be fast. You know, time's ticking. <laughs> Keep it moving, baby. Keep it moving. <laughs> so anything else you want to ask me? Oh, let me think. There's so much. Um, so much you want to ask me? No, I'm just kidding. I'm about, to, <laughs> I'm about to say what? I'm just kidding. No, you know you know your mom. I want to know something. I'll come to you and ask you. Yeah. You may not answer, but I'm coming. And even though you don't answer, I know when I turn my back and walk out of here, you're thinking about it. Because that's the kind of woman I am. I leave them thinking. And on that note, she's clearly gone off the rails. So it's time to wrap this up. So that's going to be another episode of Henny Nights. I'm Jay White. That's Mama White. And we'll talk to y'all later. Showing off, but it's alright. And you're showing off, but it's